to The Golfing Mind, the podcast which talks about golf in all its glory and all its uh, incarnations. And our interest, where it's appropriate, will be on the mental game. But these days we look at uh, the golf professional amateur, even at a personal private club level. Um, And this week is about looking at our runners and riders for the US PGA Championship, which is being played at um, the East Course um, in Oak Hill in New York. Is that right, Neil? That is correct. Rochester, New York. Rochester, New York. Uh, Mike, have you played there? Uh, no. Um, no. Morning, Robin. Um, no. Uh, nice to be here. Um, no, not a course I, I'm familiar with. Um, obviously, one of the great courses, Donald, a very famous Donald Ross design, um, and, a, and, a, and a marvellous part of the world, very full of rich um uh history and, and and some great golf courses so it should be a very should be a very exciting tournament as ever um yeah, and yeah no, I mean, never played it so neil what makes oak hill a great course do you think donald ross of course born in dornock yes and learned learned uh, his apprenticeship with old tom morris and his big designs were oak, oakland hills in chicago oak hills of course where which we're going to be talking about Pinehurst number two, Scioto yeah, yeah. is it Scioto? Is that how you Scioto in Ohio? Yeah, that's what Jack. That how you pronounce it, and that's why I think Nicklaus Nicklaus has won at Oak Hills, and of course, famously, Jack Nicklaus grew up in playing Scioto. Yeah, well, did. there you go. Turtleback I mean, Greens is one of his features. Yeah, the, well, yeah upturned saucers, and also one of the things they've done at done at uh, Oak Hill in the last few years is to reshape the greens back to something approaching their original form, which is slightly curious in today's game, but a lot of squarish greens. So look out for those. Hmm. Yeah. It's, um, you know, I often wonder about the Donald Ross courses, which are, you know, uh, have now become the gold standard, uh, but I think they've changed a lot. Cause apparently you know, the Open Championship in Britain is famous because it's always played in a Lynx course. And what don't you find in Lynx courses? You, know, you don't really find trees. Uh, you don't find lakes. Um, and you don't find uh, ponds generally. So it's a different test, isn't it, in a sense, where in America, um, I, I, I was told that at Oak Hill that uh, there was no trees when they originally built it. Then they started a huge campaign of thousands and thousands of trees. Then they put in this, um, on the first and 10th hole, they've got a, a burn or a wee stream that runs across around 300 yards. So I don't know um, how much it's changed from its original design. I do know that the greens are noted for being amongst the smallest greens in the, amongst the majors and very undulating, which seems to be something that Scottish golf has Famous for because when I was a boy playing golf, greens were very flat. Well, I have to say that the idea of of square greens with a turtle, a turtle that humps in the middle, absolutely terrifies me. The whole idea. So, but that will have been, you know, he's come from Lynx. He's born in Dornoch. He's come from Lynx, and and clearly that will have how it illustrate. Uh, it will have um, impacted his his approach to golf course design when he got to the US. Um, but yes, I mean, if they planted thousands and thousands of trees, which seemingly, as you say, they they have, then um, it will bear very little um, resemblance to, I suspect, what Donald Ross had had in his mind that when he when he first designed it, it's a completely different 
look and feel to the golf course, clearly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, presumably be... they called it they called it Oak. The the hill they built this golf course on was 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 not called Oak Hill before he planted all the trees. Is that what you're yeah, saying, Robin? Absolutely. It was just called Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I've no idea. <laughs> uh, That's a good yeah. thing. It's a, it's a good in thing. the name, actually, isn't it? It's unlikely, <laughs> it's unlikely to be a, a flat, um, barren course, isn't it, with a name like Oak Hill. Uh, yes. That's yeah. no, true. Anyway, I'm quite sure interesting how they built these as you call them, burns or streams on, on this this hill, Robin, which well, has now yeah, got lots of oak trees on it. So that's good. If you, have but did, you might remember watching the 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 Ryder, the Ryder Cup, the Walker Cup from Seminole, was it last year, the year before, when they all got sick, all the boys got sick because of yeah. water poisoning or whatever it may be. But that was a Ross-designed golf course, and that, that, had, that had very tricky greens. Yeah, I remember watching them sure. playing the 140 yard 17th, and I don't think any of them managed to to hit the green or retain the green at all on the last day. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm sure that people that listen to the podcast must be en enhanced, thrilled by our detailed depth of knowledge that we've got off Wikipedia to discuss this golf course in great depth, especially as none of us have played it and probably never will be. Well, I'll probably be invited at some point, but um. Because that's the course everyone wants to play. It's not that everyone wants to play Augusta National. I mean, who wants no, to play no, Augusta? Because no. you, you played it again, again. Um, but here's a challenge. If, if we're going to look at who's going to win or who we think our favourites are, there's a very small pool to pick from at the moment, I think. Well, uh, not the USPGA, isn't this is This is the one tournament, I think, does spring a kind of unusual winner from time to time. In fact, as we, as we, uh, as you know, the 2003 winner of the USPGA at Oak Hill, Sean famous, legendary Sean McKeel. Sean McKeel. No, no one had ever heard of before, and there's no one is sunk without trace since, uh, and not managing to f to finish in the in the top twenty of any major. How to write off a major champion? <laughs> yeah. So well. Yeah, I mean, there are that is that is that is true. That he 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 came through the pack, uh, ranked something I don't know, two hundred in the world or whatever, and wins wins this tournament. And then, and you know, there have been quite a few. Who who else has won? It tends to be the major that is won by, you know, somebody who doesn't win other majors. I Jason Duffner won it. Jason Duffner won it. Two thousand. Duffner, Jason Day. He he. You know, that was the only major he won. Uh, um, you know, I've just looked on Wikipedia. Martin Kramer, actually, Martin Kramer won the U.S. Open as well, didn't he? But but the, his first his first win was the USPJ. It's it's a sort of um, starter major for me. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's not one of the big big ones. Well, of course, quite funny. I've just looked at Wikipedia. It says Sean Carl Mikel is an American professional golfer who is best known for his surprise victory in the 2003 PGA Championship. Uh, no one more surprised than Sean himself, I suspect. I wonder if he'll be. Will he be playing again? Do you think as a sort of is there an honorary thing? Oh, if yeah, well, yeah. Rich Beam does as well, doesn't he? He's another one who was came came out won the SPJ and, and went back to semi golfing obscurity. Although now he does, he's a very good. Uh, he's a very good commentator. But um, I, I don't. I, it's, you know what? I, don't, I mean, would you put yourself through it if you you're a bit past it in the golf? Are you going out and no, you'd humiliate. Playing a major nowadays in on the toughest courses, and when they're just trying to, you know, 
beat you up. I don't think you. I don't think you'll bother. Okay, here's a trivia question from you boys. You're starter for five. What year did he play the first US PGA Championship in the new format? In the in the format of four rounds of golf, non match play. Well, Neil will know because Neil knows. I mean, no, I, I, I don't know, course. but I just, just, just to fix on it, I think in 1953, when Hogan won the first three of the majors, he, I don't think he actually could get back to play the US PGA, but had, he wasn't going to enter it anyway because it was still match play in those days. So I'm going to, I'm going to plump on late 50s. The answer is 1958. So right. a very good hedged hedge dance hedge dance and a very good answer. No, it's good. It's uh, so it's it's I guess it's one of the younger ones. I mean, I don't like the way I I actually am struggling to come to terms with them bring this competition into May. It's always for me been an. I know it hasn't always been an August competition, but there was there was a there was a there was a length to the major season which I rather enjoyed with the US PGA coming up in August. But now we're we're done after three months, aren't we? April to July, and that's it. Majors done and dusted. Yeah. And the nice things about tennis is that you've got the majors all year round, really, haven't you? Yeah, but no one watches them. I mean, really, <laughs> the great thing about golf is... Of course not. Well, yeah, the voice, the voice of knowledge here. But I, I like the fact that the majors are actually compressed into, as you say, a four-month window where the players get form, they keep their heads up and keep going. You used to have the made, you used to have the Masters, then nothing happened in May. Then in June, the US Open. Then in July, you had the Open Championship. And then I always thought the US PGA in August was quite anticlimactic because let's be honest, if you were to win three of the four majors, which would be the one you'd want to miss out on? Masters. <laughs> <laughs> Well, or or, or or the open, obviously. Well, that well, Neil. A the answer. To, I know why that is because a you played Augusta and you happen to have an off green jacket and you have a wine a claret jug of your own. It's made of glass and it's but dodgy, so you don't need those things. So yeah. I can see why you wouldn't want to win them. But so I always thought it was in August. It was a bit anticlimactic to me. It was like a sort of a, a, a you know it didn't. And I think. For TV, for press, for media, putting it where they put it, it's a great, it's a great idea. And I, I, wow. uh, but anyway, like we need to pick our runners and riders who we we fancy. Now, I, I can say Mike's going to go. Ooh, you've got a fancy John Ram, a fancy John Ram. So, um, Mike, I assume you're going to say that in your best Bolton accent. Yeah, it's hard to look past John Ram, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, he's going to win. Um, he did, he did an amazing job in over in Mexico. And he's uh, he's 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 absolutely peaking at the right moment again. No, I, I, who knows? I, honestly, I I know you think it's a very narrow pool to pick from. I think it's a very big pool to pick from nowadays. I, I think there are so many good players, uh, as as we said when we, we we were doing the preview of the Masters. That could have been any number of players could have come out the out the pack and and won. So uh, and particularly with the USPGA, for some reason, I said being the fourth. Properly, the fourth major. I I just think it doesn't have quite the same pressure um, as as being in the on the back nine of the of either the Masters, the US Open, or the Open. So I I, I think this could this could pull out um, a slightly unusual winner, um, and so therefore it's probably for 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 a lot. And each way bet would be 
I'd go for a high um, odds each way bet on the USPGA because I think it's a bit more of a lot of, uh, open field. Yeah, well, well, that's interesting. I mean, I, I'm going to go from here are my three picks, and I, I, I've got a funny feeling. Here's my long shot. My long shot pick: Tommy Fleetwood, sixty-six to one. And I would like to point out to you fellas that over the last two years, when Matt Barr, myself, and with you recently have been picking winners, had people bet each way bet on any of the players we picked, apart from one of yours, Mike, they'd have won money. So we've been pretty good at getting it getting it done. So my long shot at sixty six ones. I, sus- I, 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 I suspect you're 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 contravening all sorts of gambling rules, Siggy, by saying that. But there we are. Well, Robin Siegel said sorry, that it wasn't Mike Kershaw. No, exactly. I I heard he we have a tipster on the podcast. Yeah, unlicensed tipster, from what I can see. <laughs> what? Correct. Yeah. Where did you get a license for being a tipster? Is there such a thing? Aren't I just a bloke with an? Aren't I just a bloke down the pub with an opinion? Well, uh, all right. So you have got Tommy Fleetwood. Sorry, this is not financial. May I just say this is not financial advice, and shares may go up and down at the same time. Bet not all right. I'm not at the same time. They don't go up and down at the same time. They can go up or down. But if you've got two, one can be going up, and the other can be going down. I mean, I mean, just because you're good at what's who's your second pick? Come on. Oh, my second pick is Tony Finau. Tony Finau. I just think he's ready to win a major. I just think he is, and I also think Brooks Kepka has got something to prove. I think he did great in the in the Masters. I think he's a big he's a big tournament player. Um, and that they're my they're my picks, and I'm not going to go for the easy picks of McElroy and Ram. And I actually. <laughs> Think wish the best to McElroy, but I just think his head's a wee bit scrambled eggs at the moment. So I just hope he gets that sorted out. Well, he hasn't played since the Masters, has he? No, he hasn't. He hasn't. He's not playing this week in Mexico. Yeah. So I don't know. Presumably, he's, you know, last week. Well, if you, if you think if you think Rory's mind is scrambled, maybe he needs a maybe he needs a mental coach. Maybe he needs. Do you know any good mental coaches out there? Mike, yeah. uh, there's a guy who's written this really good book called uh, the um, oh, it's called Silent oh, well, Mike. No, that, that book, by the way, was endorsed by the East Lancashire Under 14 Long Drive. Was it? Well, there you go. You don't get much bigger endorsement than that, do you? Yeah, no, you don't. You don't. And I, so, the one thing, um, I, hang on, a second. I've not given my tips yet, and, and oh. no one's nicked. So we've heard yours. Thank you very much. You're okay, going. Can, can you repeat who mine were? Just to show your Tommy Fleetwood, sixty-six to one. Yeah. Tony Finau and Brooks Kepka. Yeah, and if you want the odds, the current the current odds on those players, you're going to get Tony Finau at twenty five to one and Brooks Kepka at twenty to one. Okay. Okay, Mike, your picks. Um, I would and let Neil go first while I'm thinking about mine. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's not John Ram, Scottish Scheffler, or Rory McIlroy, yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly. perhaps. If I'm, if my pit tips on the Masters, if you remember when we when we did the Masters one, I said I didn't think more than two live players would make the cut. Yes, um, how many? <laughs> maybe, Fourteen of the sixteen did, and three had finished in the top five. <laughs> so, I mean, what what the hell do I know? Well, we all know not much anyway. So, uh. um, okay, I do think I'm gonna. I am gonna go. I like your Tony Finner, by the way. I think that's a, that's a pretty decent. Um, be pretty decent one um and i'm gay i'm definitely i'm sticking with john ram from bolton i think he's he's got he's he's gonna he's <laughs> playing so well um uh so i don't know about the third 
but I'm I'm slightly we have Finau and Ram for me at the moment, and I'll come back to you on the third one. Okay, Neil. Neil. Well, Jordan Spieth is going for the Grand Slam. Oh yeah, of oh, course. Yeah. Rory, Rory, <clears throat> Rory went went for the, was going for the Grand Slam at the Masters, and it didn't work out for him. I, I think I think Jordan Spieth mentally is a diff, very different character to Rory. I and and Spieth is playing well. Um, he's he's had a number of decent finishes of late. I I quite like him. I'm going to put him in my top three. Um, slightly he's conventionally, given that he's he's one of late. I do like Matt Matt Fitzpatrick. I think this is a course that is not it's it's not a long course for PGA standards. Got to be accurate. Any man who can hold what did he do at Harbour Town? Hold sixty two out of sixty two putts within something like seven or eight feet, which is quite impressive. Yeah. Uh, so Fitzpatrick, and then I'm going. My outsider is Brian Harmon. Brian, what? He, 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 he features a bit, doesn't he, in these tournaments? He he's he's gritty. He gets the ball around. He's a lefty, and he's he, he's about five foot three, isn't he? Yes, he's absolutely tiny. How he gets it out there is yeah. You know, I think that's not a bad. Um, well, if I could just, <clears throat> as your resident odds giver from the uh, yes, the Jordan Spieth is twenty to one. <clears throat> Matt Fitzpatrick is twenty eight to one, and Brian Harmon, your left-handed player, is one hundred and seventy-five to one. Oh, I get. Let's get a bit on that as an each way. I don't know. I don't know how he's been playing this recently, though, Neil. I mean, are you, are you just sort of saying you've heard of, heard of him? <laughs> he, did, he used to do well. He did well in the players last year, but not this year so well. But anyway, I I, I just, just he, he he always seems to feature. Always he features quite a lot, in my view, in major championships around the weekend, where he's getting it round and he's yeah. I, he usually finishes quite a few shots behind. Obviously, because he hasn't hasn't some. Um, he hasn't hasn't played in any of these, but he's 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 a he's clearly a gritty player, and he's he's a bit streaky. And because the PGA attracts players who come in from under the radar a bit, he's 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 the guy I'm going to go for. Yeah, no, he's your pick to win. Yeah, well, I thought we were picking three to win, weren't we? Yeah, we're picking three we think could win, as opposed. Yes. to... So and he's your but he's your outsider. I mean, it's your your my favorite. So 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 to be clear, Robin, I went for Spieth, Fitzpatrick, and Harmon. Okay. Well, no, I swear. Well, if you if you get an accumulator bet on that, you could do very well. Whatever an accumulator bet is, not that I'm. Yeah, but they're not all going to win, are they? Yeah, but they could come exactly. one, two, three, and if you pick the one, two, three. Oh, ah, I see. Okay, that's right. not that which is not known as an accumulator. Just so we're clear. <laughs> I, I don't I don't bet. So I mean what do I know? I mean clearly. Um okay, my third. I was I was gonna say Jason Day, because I was quite encouraged by Jason Day's form. He's won it before. Um however, he he did get himself in a, in an okay position in the Masters and then he really fell away at the end, which was a bit of a disappointment. Yeah. So maybe that's a bit of a No, know, I mean I think it's a fair comment. I think, you know, he doesn't have your mental strength where when you've got the lead you hang on to it like a terrier and nothing's in a 
break yeah. your 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 drive. And I think is Woods playing? Does anybody know Tiger Woods is playing? No, he's just had an operation, hasn't he? No, he hasn't, has he? Yeah, yeah, he's had an operation on his foot. Oh, for his policeman's heel, which is a you know. What about your friend, Mike Justin? Mike Justin, he's he's not had a bad season so far. No, no, he's had a good season. Doesn't need to be all that long around this course, as we've said. Well, he's eighty to one, and I mean, Mike, you, Justin, are best mates. Can you get him on the get him on the podcast live now? We can ask him. I'll, I'll give him a call. He's a bit busy next next week or so, but um, got a few things he's doing. Like, but I think I actually, I actually think Neil Jordan speaks a very good shout because I think that you know, if you are looking for one major to complete your Grand Slam, this is the one you'd want to be tracking, hunting down. Because you're going to look at the fact that Sean McHale's won it, and you think, well, if he can win it, I can win it. I mean, I'm going to throw Justin Thomas in, actually, as well, because I think he, because he, not many people have defended it successfully, but he won it last year. He's won it before twice now. Um, he's he's playing okay. He's playing quite well. He's a class act, and and he'll be coming in very motivated. And I don't know what odds he is. He must be reasonably low odds. Yeah, I'm just wondering. said Scheffler. I don't know why. Because well, Scheffler... I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what's very interesting. McElroy won it in 2012, and he won it by eight strokes. And Tiger Woods won it by five strokes in 2006. But apart from that, no one's won it by more than two strokes. So it's not. A, it's, it's always going to be a tight finish. This this tournament. So it doesn't have runaway winners. And the two runaway winners were at McElroy at his peak and Tiger Woods in his in his prime. Um, so. I think you're in for a, we're in for a very and you know just funny things you notice. Sergio Garcia was has been runner up twice, um, and Spieth's been runner up once. Uh, oh, and Jason Duffner that who won at one time was a runner up as well. So uh, there we what go. What about what about that? What about that cater of if you like? Bottom of the top ten, aren't they? People like Cantley and Schoff. Shoffley and Max yeah. Homer, for example, those those guys. This might be a tournament for them to yeah, yeah. I mean, I do debut think... on their debut on their majors. No, I, I think you're. I think you're absolutely right. I think that you know we always just look at the big the big names, and then we don't expect to see people come out of the out of the pack. But I think Xander Shuffley, Shuffley you know, I think that when I remember when. Um, he the, who won that who won at uh, Carnegie last time, uh, Molinari. You know when Molinari was on his way to his first open his open championship, Xander Schiffley was playing lights out down the back nine, and then he had a, a three putt for a, for a par. I think you know no, I, I was actually for a long time. I but I reckon I backed. I decided to back Xander Schiffley for the majors every time. Not 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 a big bat, but I said because eventually he is he's that good. Eventually he's going to win one, so I'll just keep putting a tenner on him every major. Um, and well, so far, so far I'm about two hundred quid down. Right, <laughs> but you never know. He, uh, and I'm not I'm not I'm not necessarily said him for this one. And maybe this is maybe this is my year actually. Maybe I'll. Well, if you put ten pounds on Xander Shuffley, another tenner on Shuffley. What's he up? What's he up? Well, he's he's on at fifty thousand to one. So that's not good, is it? <laughs> I, I, sorry, I'm just having a look for his odds here. I can't, I can't find them. No, uh, well, it doesn't matter. I, yeah, I'm. I actually, I'm going to. He's 25 to one. Xander Shuffley's yeah, 25. He's to my, one. he's my third pick. 
Rom, yeah. Rom first, Finnau second, and Chauflay third. You know, I nearly said Cameron Smith. I always picked Cameron Smith, but I suddenly realised he's not eligible. The other guy I always go for is Victor Hovland. Now, Victor Hovland and pa- Patrick Cantley are both 22 to 1. And uh, I, lo- I love Victor Hovland. I think he's a big tournament player. I think when he gets going, he did it in the Masters. First day, he was 6 under, 7 under. And the, the, the boy has got some game, but... Well, he, uh, didn't, he didn't do it in the Masters, did he? Because he didn't. You know, he, no, he, 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 actually, he actually showed that he was a little bit mentally fragile, in my view. He actually came off off the pad. I don't. I don't think the mar. I, I mean, he played well in the Masters. He he should have got himself, wow. you know, uh, much more in the mix at the end. And and he he went backwards. He had a good couple of rounds to start, and then he went backwards. So I'm not. I mean, you know, great golfer and everything. I'm just saying when we talk about the at this level, at the absolute, you know, peak yeah, but, of, but, of of major golf. These guys, there's small differences. And he's a great yeah. player. Has he actually think, Mike? Yeah. You're you're playing with fire here. You're talking about mental fragility to a man who knows everything about that subject. Inside, and, uh, and I think that I think the one thing I say about Victor Hovland, if you look at uh, Tom Watson, Watson said you have to learn how to compete and lose in the majors before you learn how to win. And I think he is learning how to compete and not win. And I think he's learning from it. So we will see. But actually, why did you why did you say that, Robin? Why did you say that Cameron Smith wasn't eligible? He must be eligible as a major winner in the last year, mustn't he? No, it's, it's an invitation event. This is uh, the US. This is under the uh, whatever it's called, the rulings of the US. Well, um, the US PGA. I mean, US Professional the, Golfers Association the US, tournament, yeah. and they banned any live players who are not eligible to. Being previous winners. Why have you put have you put Brooks Kepka in the mix then? Uh, well, he yeah, Brooks Kepka is at twenty to one. Brooks Kepka is one of my picks. I think well, he's a lift player. How can how can he how can Cam Smith can't play and Brooks Kepka can? Brooks Kepka is a past winner. Oh right, okay. yes. So that's All right. It. So Patrick okay. Reed presumably is not playing. Is that right? Not playing? No, not playing. So this will be interesting. So that's why I think Kepka would love to win for the Lib Tour, but who knows? Anyway, that's all we have time for this week. And uh, I'd like to thank Mike and Neil. So would you like to say goodbye, Mike and Neil? Uh, it's goodbye from him. And it's goodbye from me. Oh, there you go. Well, as always, if you enjoy your golf and like to learn more, go to seagagolf.com for more on the mental game. But until then, enjoy your golf. Enjoy the U.S. PGA Championship. And let's see next week which one of us is gloating because we were the winners. Until we meet again, have a wonderful week. Take care and all the best.